What's good? We're here. Okay. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. Stock Tip Tuesday. Yes, sir. Tapped in. Joshua Grady here. Agent Talk Podcast. Shout out to Vay Apparel. Uh, my guy, I felt like repping y'all today on the podcast. Shout out to y'all, man. Check out my guy. He's doing big things. Stock Tip Tuesday. We are in effect. I'm ready to go. George. George Campbell, George sent me a text this morning. George said, Stock Tip Tuesday, where we at? I'm tuned in, I'm ready to go, where are we? Said He basically said, don't forget about me, because me and him talked about getting out of episode today, and talked with a few other people that talked, or we just kind of touched on getting on in episode out today. So shout out Jason, Lay, it's go time. Okay, we're in effect. Buckle your seat belts, strap in, get the notepad, First thing that we have to discuss, GameStop, Robinhood, Wall Street, Reddit, everything going on, we have to discuss it, okay, had a few people ask me for my opinion on it, so I'm about to give it, okay, first, just a summation, got a few people that, I, I know a good amount of people just don't really know what's going on, and, you know, that's okay. Because it is like what, you know, I had to read a few articles to kind of grasp what, what really was going on behind the scenes. And now I would read, I'm just going to read a summation and just to give anyone that's listening, just an understanding of what truly transpired. And then I will give my thoughts and we'll just move forward. So we'll just hop straight in. So this is just a random article on CNN business. Okay. So uh, shouldn't take a few, you know, minutes to read this. This is good information. I think this gives a good landscape of what we're going to see in the future. Okay, tap in. So, it says there's a lot to unpack in the deluge of news this week about GameStop, the stock market, Reddit groups, trading apps, and hedge funds. If it all seemed like too much, we can't blame you for tuning out. While we don't know just how the so-called Reddit rebellion will change the future of investing, it's safe to say Wall Street will never be the same. Here are five key things you need to know about Wall Street's wild week. One, it's a David vs. Goliath story. At the heart of the GameStop saga is a struggle between two drastically different groups of investors, a band of amateur day traders versus a bunch of Wall Street pros known as short sellers. The Davids in this case are the mostly young day traders who congregate on the Reddit page Wall Street Bets, aka the Reddit Army or the Reddit Mob, depending on your point of view. They have seen the rich get extremely rich by taking advantage of cheap money and they want to get their peace as well, said Richard Fisher, the former president of the Dallas Federal Reserve. Their mission has two main goals, drive up stock prices to score profits for themselves and at the same time force the establishment investors to abandon bearish bets against struggling companies such as GameStop, AMC, Macy's, and several others. The Goliaths are mostly hedge funds who are shorting those stocks. In other words, big shot investors placing bets that those shares will crash. They are also the Wall Street elite upon whom millions of investors rely to make smart decisions to boost their portfolios. But working in an industry associated with the house of cards system that created the 2008 financial crisis, these giants are not exactly beloved. Both of, both, excuse me, posts on the Wall Street Bets subreddit 
openly relish watching short sellers lose billions of dollars. Okay. Two, how the GameStop rally started. The Wall Street Bets community, which now boasts some 5 million followers, has been around since 2012, describing itself as if 4chan found a Bloomberg terminal. I don't know what that means. The forum's giddy nihilism, don't know what that means either. Inscrutable language and acerbic memes have fueled a war on a perceived corrupted mainstream. The group noticed, so here we go, the group noticed that GameStop, the struggling brick and mortar video game retailer, was heavily shorted by hedge funds. So basically the hedge funds are betting against GameStop, okay? The consensus on Wall Street seemed to be that GameStop would soon go the way of Blockbuster. So Blockbuster, those that might know, folded, okay? Just completely folded, boom. So that's what these short sellers that got a lot of money basically are betting that GameStop is gonna go kaput, essentially, okay? Reddit investors took a different view from the short sellers, however, however, and began buying up shares of the company that they believed were undervalued. Okay, very straightforward. Why it blew up. Although it had been building for a while, the rally really took off on Monday, January 11th, when GameStop, when GameStop announced three new directors would join its board, including Chewy co-founder Ryan Cohen. Investors liked that Cohen brought digital experience to the table, something GameStop desperately needs as video games go digital and malls continue their unrelenting slump into irrelevance. GameStop's, GameStop's stock rose a little less than 13% that day, but this wasn't a normal momentary stock surge. Two days later, it rose 57%, then 27%, and so on. The Reddit crowd also drove huge jumps in AMC, BlackBerry, Macy's, and other stocks that were heavily shorted. So. Basically, the average Joes now on Reddit getting paid. <coughs> Dang, my mouth dropped too. Hold on. So at this point, the average Joes are now getting paid. So these are big, big percentage boosts. Okay, these are life-changing gains right here. As of Friday, GameStop's stock was up a jaw-dropping 1,587% since the beginning of January. That's life-changing. That's wealth creating money. 1,500% like that's... If you have a good amount, you making fifteen hundred percent. You put in in a thousand. What? What? Hold on. Fifteen hundred percent of a thousand is what? Fifteen thousand. Okay. So someone that put in ten bands, now they got a hundred fifty of them. Okay. So man, that's life changing. For perspective, one year ago, a single share cost about $4. It's now about $150. The surge ultimately had little or nothing to do with GameStop's strength as a business. As investors followed, the Reddit group brought a ton of GameStop options. Short sellers were forced to buy shares to cover their losing bids, thus boosting the share price even further. This is what's known as a short squeeze. Millions of people, including Elon Musk, chimed in. It quickly became a populist uprising armed with no fee brokerage accounts instead of pitchforks, as CNN's Christine Romans put it, puts it. And the only ones crying foul were the sophisticated Wall Street players. The irony is delicious, Romans writes. An online flash mob beats Wall Street investors or insiders at their own game. I love it. An online flash, <coughs> oh man. An online flash mob beats Wall Street insiders at their own game. I love that, okay? 
the average just look we're gonna they basically they was like look we gonna team up okay we're gonna go in on this one stock here that these big money firms are betting against and boom 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 and they just they, they ran the play they executed it brilliantly brilliantly nothing illegal they just came together and just was in it. I was not in on it, had a few, but I didn't know anything about it. But kudos to them. The online flash mob. I love that description. Right here. Okay. Four. On Tuesday, it says the Robinhood backlash. On Tuesday, GameStop was the most traded stock on the planet. Then Robinhood crashed the party. Thursday morning, citing extreme volatility, the free trading app favored by millions of amateur investors, such as myself, I'm guilty, such as myself, suspended trading of the red hot Reddit darlings. That left the Wall Street bets crowd with just two options, hold or sell. Meanwhile, institutional investors who don't need Robinhood to execute trades were able to carry on. So Robinhood basically said, you can't buy no more. No more buying, okay? I believe that's entirely wrong off the top. You shouldn't be telling people they can't buy the stock no more for no, no, no reason, no motives, period. GameStop shares lost more than 44% of their value on Thursday after surging nearly 40% at one point earlier in the day. The backlash was swift. Those who've been minting money on their GameStop stock options were, to put it mildly furious, as they should be. The consensus on social media seemed to be that Robinhood, which built its bread on democratizing investing, appeared to be caving the pressure from powerful institutions on Wall Street. I think it's corruption all the way around. Congresswoman uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez called the decision unacceptable. One Reddit user swiftly filed a class auction action lawsuit, which they should have, claiming Robinhood rigged the market against its customers. Robinhood relented Thursday night, saying it would resume limited buys on the stocks the next day. It also tapped $1 billion in cash from its private investors, signaling it was short on cash. On Friday morning, the GameStop euphoria was back. The stock opened up roughly 100%, up roughly 100%. Okay, so Robinhood was basically, just, and it wasn't just Robinhood. That needs to be something that's clarified. It wasn't just Robinhood. TD Ameritrade did it as well, as well as a few other brokerage accounts. And basically limited, it wasn't just on GameStop, they limited trades on Starbucks, uh, AMC, Nokia, I wanna believe, as a few others. None that I was in, uh, but it's just, it's wrong all the way around where you're basically, they call themselves a Robin Hood, but you basically, someone said it, and as you, you know, kind of cliche, whatever you wanna call it, but you're supposed to be Robin Hood, you're supposed to be robbing from the rich, giving to the poor. And it's just, you know, they was really robbing from the hood. And they just like, nope, no more. And it's wrong. I'm now looking at other platforms that I can invest my money in. I want to take a look to, I need to do a little bit more research to see who did not limit buys because it's just wrong. It's flat out wrong. It's not right. I saw a lady who was basically saying how she had invested, uh, you know, I want to say maybe $20,000 and it would, and I want to say just because of everything that happened, she ended up trying to just get out because of all the lockdown and what was going on and the uncertainty and she ended up selling and she did make a profit but basically if everything would have went how it was going to go and there were no you know uh manipulations she probably would have made another 200 just based on what the plan and just how certain things ended up and so you just see just i just think it's wrong you know you see the corruption all around now a lot of people did make some money i saw 
there is a man, I want to say, they said he put his life savings in it, whatever amount that was, ended up making $30 million. Like, yo, kudos to you. Now, y'all gonna have to pay some taxes on it. I hope that's something that people, you know, know, understand. But, you know, for those that really made some bread on it, you know, shout out to y'all. But it's just corruption all around. What we're just seeing is continue. And that's why I'm not to go on the tangent. But, you know, the, 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 the financial freedom, the digital freedom is something that we're gonna really start seeing, I think. And some we're really gonna have to hone in on because they basically controlled the, you know, what the, the public was able to do. And that's why I look at, you know, when you talk about the dollar and certain things with currencies, Bitcoin, you know, just I'm saying tap in if you ain't got no Bitcoin. Okay, even if it's just a hundred dollars a month, throw it in there, get yourself financial freedom. Um, you know, it's just it's just crazy. The future that we are seeing is basically we're going to really have to be mindful of platforms that we are using, that we are not censored, that we are not, you know, especially when it comes to finance. It's just not right. It's, it's not right whatsoever. Um, there's nothing that can justify this decision. Okay. Last thing this article says here, there's an argument to be made that GameStop was undervalued, but hardly anyone believes that GameStop, Blackberry, Macy's, AMC, or any of the other companies that the Reddit crowd is promoting have the fundamentals to support such sky-high prices. At some point, reality will set in, but that's the problem with bubbles get out too early and you lose you lose at a chance to cash out on top. So GameStop keeps surging until it doesn't. I agree. I'm not invested. I have not even considered uh, I don't think it's value. I I just wouldn't want to be a part of that psychological and emotional roller coaster. But kudos to anyone that's made some bread off of it. Uh, so article continues. Someone is going to get hurt. Said Fisher, the former Dallas Fed president. As happens with crowd behavior, you end up having people come in at the end at a very high price and getting burned. I have been there before where you see the run up and you're like, all right, I got to get in. And then you get in at the tippy top, boy, and you hurt, okay, because you going down, you know, and I've been there, so I'm not at all advocating anyone to buy into GameStop or any of these companies. I'm just giving a recap of what's happened. Last thing it says is the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, the agency that reg regulates Wall Street, said it will closely review actions by trading platforms to restrict transactions. Uh, it says CNN Business, Matt Egan, Paul R. Law, Monica, Annika Tappy, and John Starlin contributed to this report. And so for me, it's just, uh, we just see corruption. That's all it is, straightforward. Really no, I mean, the article did a great job of explaining what was going on. Um, I'm looking for other options outside of Robinhood. And that's it. But I do think what this does is, again, we have to be important. We have to be mindful of what we're doing our money, whether you have it in a bank, whether you have it on a trading platform, is we just, the, the more independent we can be with our finances, that's why I preach wealth. The more independent we can be with our finances, the better off we will be. I listened to this podcast the other day, and this man was basically just talking about how life financially and just currency-wide, trade-wide, wealth-wise, value-wise is about accumulating resources. And so for me is, you know, we're taught just to accumulate cash, get money, you know, paper money. But, you know, what about, like I said, like a Bitcoin that could be a different resource one day or a gold or a land or you know, like really long term for us thinking about not only just land, but getting into cattle, being able to grow our crops. You know, those are just different things that I'm realizing, you know, whether it be 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 40 years from now, trying to have that long term perspective of, you know, especially since having Roman is, you know, not just for me, but I think like, like I said, I just 
Bitcoin is just, I'm just trying to tell people, it's been something we were talking about this morning in the garage. I've been in there since 2017. Even if it's just a little bit, even if you just got 50 bucks, okay? 50 bucks once a month. Just 50 bucks once a month. Just get in there. Okay, I'm not a financial investor. Let me clarify, I'm not a financial investor. I did not get paid to give people financial advice. This is my opinion though. And we're just seeing, and it's not too late. Like it's not too late. It's not too late to get in. And so if it goes down, $50. If it goes up, $50. And you just continue just over time. And it's just so many things. I put out episodes before. Check them out if you have it in regards to Bitcoin and why I believe in it. Probably just get another episode out or maybe another day specifically talking about Bitcoin and why I believe in it again. Um, but that's really all I got. I got a meeting coming up in two minutes. I'm trying to see if there's anything else I want to touch on. A few thoughts, how we doing. So CGC, Canopy Growth. Uh, I put on Twitter as well as my Instagram. I bought it at 30 bucks. Uh, I get, gave a recommendation that I thought I was at a good pivot, you know, point of uptrend. It's not $40, okay? So it's up from 30 to 40. So just, you know, quick little trade there. My price target is $50. Uh, I spoke about teal rays. So marijuana, you know, it's something I talk about. Just a little recap. Teal rays up 60% since my trade. Um, and I'm just saying this because for y'all, like, it's not too late. Like, these are companies that I do believe in. Uh, I'm trying to think of a different sector. Uh, what's one, another one? DraftKings was one that I mentioned right now. Shoot, DraftKings up 7% today, up 12% on my trade. And so for me, you know, if your money's in the Bank of, Bank, Bank of America, like some, we do have money in Bank of America, but it ain't making no bread, like no money. And so for me, it's just, you know, why not when you just can see certain trends, like these are the companies that I've talked about before, things that I think are obvious, Teladoc, Teladoc, I don't know if I've talked about Teladoc before, TDOC, Teladoc um, is basically, you know, virtual healthcare, virtual healthcare, and having, you know, meeting with the doctor through Zoom or whatever it might be, whatever technology they use, uh, 24% since my trade, I'm a believer in that for sure, because COVID, you know, it's not going away, folks. And just life how it is, is, you know, it might change just a little bit, but what we see now is definitely um, just, I don't know, I'm trying to see a few others just to research, not going to go into all of them, CCIV, PLTR, um, big into the ARC indexes, so Virgin Galactic, those are a few, Ethereum, all right, I got a slide, got a meeting. Josh Grady here, Stock Tip Tuesday. Hopefully this was helpful. Y'all, let's get it. Let's be great this week. Tap in. Love y'all. Subscribe. If you can subscribe, I'm telling you that helps me so much. If you can subscribe, if you can drop a like, you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is. Okay. So, all right. I love y'all. Yeah.